0: 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this January the 16th, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420 POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks in the process. Uh, thank you very much to, to uh, James Tubb of the Medicine Hat News and Nathan Ryder of the uh, Prince Albert Daily Herald. They joined me yesterday on the Flailing Tender podcast. that will be out later on today. We talked about the, uh, the Western Hockey League and the, the trade deadline, the, the Bedard's situation that we uh, we had a chuckle with them back in September where we made a prediction that Bedard was going to get traded. He didn't. Uh, so Nathan and, and uh, James joined me again yesterday Talked talk about the trade deadline, how the Tigers and how the, the Raiders seasons are going and what they expect for the remainder of the year. It was a nice little chat on the Flailing Tender Hockey podcast. I got some good news this morning too. I can't uh, quite release it yet about uh, a, a new sponsorship opportunity that came across our uh, the waiver wire before I even got out of bed this morning. So it was uh, something that happened. Quite uh, happy to, uh, to get this once it's once the details are out there, we'll uh, release it to the masses, obviously, and go from there. But anyways, uh, yesterday at the end of that show, we actually ended up talking about some baseball and the Boba situation with the Toronto blue Jays. He, uh, decided to go to arbitration. They couldn't figure out a uh, contract for the upcoming season. Uh, he Bachet played for eight twenty-five last year. He wanted a pretty big raise. He's looking for for seven and a half million bucks to to play shortstop for the Jays this year. Uh, the Jays countered with five, with five sheets. They said, "Well, this what this sir. How we do things. We have a formula. This is what we're going to stick with, and uh, you don't really have a choice because you're under team control for the uh, foreseeable future for three more years until he can go and be a restricted or unrestricted free agent and uh, go uh, wherever his uh, pretty little uh, hairdo de- de- decides. So it's kind of a uh, you get to an arbitration situation where uh, it could get a little bit ugly between teams because a team still wants their guy to play for that team, but then they are going to sit in front of an arbitrator in a courtroom and they're going to say why he isn't worth this or why he isn't worth that, and then Bichette's going to say why he is worth it. So this, the uh, the 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 mud will be slung. There's no getting around that. I remember a few years back, uh, once again, I always comes back to the Yankees. Uh, Delan Betances, he went to arbitration with the Yankees and they uh, sat there in the uh, in the courtroom and they basically were telling him that why he wasn't good enough for this, why he wasn't good enough for that. And it seemed to me after that, Potanzis he uh, he was never the same, and it kind of like there were some injury issues. His, his ankle kind of started to give out uh, a little bit too. But uh, it, it just seemed that his confidence was kind of shot there with the Yankees. He, they, he didn't really have have the uh, the same form he had like in 2017 when they had that great bullpen. But we'll get back to Bachet. Uh, like I said, he wanted to he wanted seven and a half million bucks. He thinks he deserves it. You, you look at the other shortstops around the league like Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa. They got 25 million or more uh each of them than the seager the deal he got with the texas rangers last year was 30 some million bucks and then uh X, X Jay J trevor simeon uh how much money he or marcus simeon sorry he got uh 35 or 25 million so he's up the middle uh infielder uh making 25 million bucks and uh Bichette feels he's going to get that someday and then when the uh the rumor got out i think that uh the Jays were interested in in Carlos Correa. I mean, who wasn't? Uh, the way that whole situation turned out with the Giants, the Mets, and then from finally back with Minnesota. Uh, the rumor was out there that uh, Bull Bichette was going to get uh, he that they were going to get try to get Correa. So there's money there. There's money in in the uh, the Jays coffers that they could be uh, get giving to these players. Uh, like I said, Vlad, Vladdy, Vladdy, he settled the other day for 14 and a half million bucks, and they're only offering five million to. Uh, to Bichette, uh, Bichette's thinking this Vladdy's good, but he ain't three—he ain't three times better than me, right? You, you put the money in in that that, that situation, so uh, Bichette's uh, looking for looking to get paid, and Rogers, who owns the Jays, has money. And when these guys aren't getting what they they think they 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 deserve, they're going to say, you know what? Um, we're I'm a commodity, yes, uh, but. I deserve this much money because you're a better team with me. Uh, and and rightfully so. He's a good player. Uh, is he a great player? No. Uh, it, could he be a great player? He's only 24 years old. He's going to be in his prime soon. The Jays might want to look at locking him up long-term because the way contracts go nowadays, uh, they go up and up and up every year. And if he has a couple more contracts, uh, good to, to really good seasons and you might sneak in a great one in this next uh, three years of team control what's he going to cost later on you if you look at what happened with uh, the uh, the san diego padres this turned into a bit of a, a disaster last year with uh, fernando tatis jr and his steroid situation and getting busted for uh, getting busted for peds or whatever cream he was trying to t- talk about or there was a all kinds of different situations that him and his dad were trying to make excuses. But uh, anyways, Tatis, he got that huge deal, 14 years, 350 million bucks. Uh, you might, the Jays might want to look at doing something like that because at $25 million for 14 years that, you know, that, that's a, a great deal for, uh, for, for the Padres, because if, if Tatis had a few more good seasons before his little situation, you don't know what that contract was going to get to. You have the same situation now with Bichette. If Bichette has a few, like I said, a few good seasons, and all of a sudden a, a, a decent shortstop is twenty-five million, and a, a really good shortstop is going to be worth thirty to thirty-five million. And uh, in three years, that money won't seem like it's a, a great big deal. Like you, you look years ago when uh, the uh, this is a long time ago, but you look at the A-Rod first contract that got to two hundred million dollars, and everybody's like, "Holy cow, what the hell is that?" And that's nothing nowadays. You know, like that, that's absolutely nothing. Like Carlos Correa got. for six plus the extra four he might get you look at the contract he was going to get with the Mets and the contract he was going to get with the Giants till the ankle thing came came through you wonder what the the contract to offer from the Jays was for Correa to be a shortstop is Correa uh seven eight times better than than uh, Bo Bichette probably not but the thing is, is that they have them under team control, which I get, which stops the, the big big spending and the whole bit. But what is Bichette going to get in a few years? And the Jays have to think about long-term, think about winning. They, they have to think about what they're going to do with Vladdy Jr. How much is he going to get? And the thing is with Bichette and Vladdy is that I don't think that they um, – I mean everybody needs money. Everybody everybody needs more money. You're never gonna say no to more money. But you gotta think that a guy like uh Bichette and a guy like Vladdy, they don't they aren't going to care when they're when they're getting lowballed a little bit, they're gonna say, Well, my dad made this much money over his career. I don't need to work, I'm set financially, whatever other investments, the whole bit. I'm sure that they still have access to dad's credit card and the like. I think Dante Bichette made upwards of forty two million dollars over his career. And then the money that, that bow's already made and everything else. So it's not like these kids are uh, grew up poor right like they want to get paid yes and they, they want to have a situation where their their money's their own but when it comes down to it, it i think that they'll be okay and dad's gonna say well here's some here's here's the american express card or the visa or whatever it may be i'm not saying that they're, that they're leeches but how much money did vladdy senior make over his career they're not gonna. They're they're not gonna take lowball offers and and be and take the hometown discount because I don't think they need money. Uh, like most guys, don't take the hometown discount anymore, and that's just the way it is. So the Jays might want to look at, depending on the season that they have, they might want to think about. Okay, we got to quit lowballing these guys because they're going to ask for more and more and more money every year. And then when it comes to get their getting their contracts done, it might end up costing them more than if they got the deals done ahead of time. Like that, and that's what the Padres did. They got the deal ahead of deal done ahead of time. And then it, it probably costs them them less over the long term because the the more money that the the, the more the 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 better that these guys get, get as they age, they're going to c- command more money on the free agent market. I, I just think it's a huge mistake for the Jays to, to go to arbitration with these guys. But going to arbitration is a tough thing, man. Like they're like I said, there are players who they they are going to hear things that they don't they don't want to hear. They're going to be told things that they've never been told in their lives. Most of these kids, um, especially the ones that have been around the game, like like Bichette and like Vladdy, they've been they've been told for a long time how great they are they've been hanging around major league clubhouses their entire lives and they've been told how great they are over and over again but now they're going to go into arbitration and they're going to be told that they're not as good as this guy and they're not as good as that guy and here's why we, we aren't we uh we aren't going to give you the raise that you think you deserve and is he going to get butt hurt everybody probably would no matter what, if you think you're great at this and somebody says, well, you're good, but you're not that good, that could really be a, a kick in the pills for for these younger guys who've never been told anything negative in their life. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with arbitration with the Jays. I think the Jays have a shot at being the uh, uh, another a playoff team again once, uh, once you get going. Uh, it, they will go as far as... Bichette and Vladdy take them and the the acquisitions that they have made. So the Jays do have a shot at doing something. Are they a World Series team? Probably not. The Astros are still there in the American League. Like I said, I don't think anybody's going to be touching them. Once again, I talked about the other day on... uh, foul tips, whatever show it was, I do one of these, a couple of these every day, so it gets a little bit confusing at times, but uh, the Jays, they, they need to go out and spend some money, and it's not like Rogers doesn't have the cash to do it, uh, they're making the uh, ballpark renovations at the uh, Rogers Centre this year, Sky Dome, I always call it the Sky Dome. so that, that'll bring extra people into the building, and they, they need to start spending some money, and, and getting guys to play in Canada can be tough, but you already have a couple homegrown kids that if you give them the money ahead of time, I think that they would stay as long as they can get get some wins underneath their belt anyways i hope a deal gets done and i hope for jays fans that a a good deal gets done maybe a long-term deal gets done because i i like when when i've said before and i'll say it again when the Jays are relevant in Canada and, and having a good season, it makes baseball more exciting for for me because there's more people following baseball. Baseball is a uh, it's a step back from the other the other major sports here in Canada. And but when when the Jays are relevant, it's a lot of fun to uh, to be a, a baseball fan because uh, there's a lot more banter that happens uh, at your bar rooms and around the ballpark and everything else. Uh, anyways, happy birthday. Speak more baseball talk. Happy birthday to Albert Pujols. Who was born on this day in 1980 in Santo Domingo in the uh, Dominican Republic uh Pujols finished his career this past season finishing with the St. Louis Cardinals with 703 home runs 2,218 RBIs a 296 batting average which I didn't know that I didn't think he did that high of a batting average uh with stops in Anaheim and a quick layover with the Dodgers uh in in Los Angeles but he'll always be remembered as the Cardinal he's a guaranteed hall of famer 700 home runs it's a, a, a guarantee for that and on this day in 1982 Oilers uh rookie netminder grant Fuhrer had his 23 game unbeaten streak ended as he gave up seven goals on 35 shots at maple leaf gardens in toronto of course the leafs say they're a terrible team back then back in the early 80s but anyways uh the other side of that michael bunny la rock stopped 34 35 shots the Leafs improved their record to 14 20 and 11 the oilers fell to 27 12 and 8 and of course Wayne Gretzky got the only goal on Bunny Little Rock back there. Of course, he did. Uh, Sad news this morning. uh, You you woke to hear the news of the passing of Gino Ojic, longtime NHLer, always remembered to me as a Vancouver Canuck. uh, Tough guy, a lot of penalty minutes. Uh, Gino was a, a character guy like when tough was tough man Gino put it out there uh the one I remember even for with Gino Ogic back in 1992 or 93 we were at a, a bar in uh, Regina Saskatchewan Lauderdale's I think it was called and Gino Ogic was there he rolled in for whatever reason he wasn't drinking he was just passing through and he had a beer or something and somehow we ended up in a vehicle with Gino Ogic and he gave us a ride back to a hotel so uh loved Gino he was great friends with he uh, took care of a Pavel Burry back in his Canuck days, and there was a a great story there. But anyways, it's sad to hear the passing of Juno Ogic for sure. Anyways, like I said, we got some good news for Flailing Tender podcast coming up. Uh, We'll get that out there once everything's official and signed, sealed, and delivered. So uh, looking forward to that. But anyways, thanks for listening to 1420 in the morning. Make sure you guys talk to people about the show. Thanks for letting us be a part of your morning and making us a part of your day every day. Downloads are an all-time high. The the show's doing really well, but it can always do better with your guys' talk and talk to people about the show. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you guys later on. Well, tonight I'm doing the 1420 podcast with Dave. When the, when the Flailing Tender podcast comes out later on today, give that a listen and uh, read Nathan Writer's and uh, James Tubbs articles online, the Prince Albert Daily Herald and the uh, Medicine Hat News. Anyways, have a good day, folks, and we'll talk to you again uh, later on today. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. James, you were like you were hundred percent sure that that deal was going to happen. Like we were like, and I was with you on that. I, I didn't see any reason why, because uh, Regina doesn't have the horse, like you just said, Nathan, to really do any damage. And the the why and the what didn't make any sense to keep him around. And, and you can improve your franchise, as we saw the deals that were done uh, during the trade deadline. You can get a lot of draft picks. Uh, was there any? thoughts uh as the, the trade deadline approached and as the, the world junior championship was happening james in your head did you think at any point that this trade might happen still
1: you know the way it was talked about brent and it just like it was kind of almost after we recorded the podcast it wasn't great timing where it was very <laughs> it was made very clear that connor doesn't want out, and that was where i was laying that he's going to get traded is because i thought maybe he would want out and he would want to go to a team that would have that long playoff run, like Cam Loops was guaranteed a Mem, Mem Cup spot. And it sounds like he didn't want that. So, and that kind of nixed it. Obviously, he's got that no trade uh, deal that sent Twitter on fire learning about that. And it was something for me to learn who and who doesn't get trade, uh, no trade clauses in the dub. But um, yeah, it was in the Zellweger deal. I mean, we're going to get to it, obviously. Um, that kind of priced it out immediately. Even the Nolan Allen trade, like just, it was like, that's what Nolan Allen got. And no disrespect to Nolan Allen. He's not Connor Bernard. So it was just very quickly it got put to rest and maybe it was never a week, the idea of trading Connor Bernard. And you know what? I'm okay to be wrong because the Pats come here to Medicine Hat twice and uh, they're gonna bring Connor Bernard with them. Well
0: it's funny is like our our I, I put our, our little clip up there on, on YouTube and it got a lot of hits and a lot of people were commenting about how dumb me and you were and everything else it was never going to happen. So it was it was quite funny.
1: The following is a presentation of the Bellyup Sports Media Network.